So two years ago, just after I sustained my spinal cord injury, I started to become very aware that there were a lot of lessons that I needed to learn. My spinal cord injury to me felt like the ultimate lesson. I felt a sense of pressure underneath the weight of this injury that I needed to do something in my life to turn it around. Now don't get me wrong, I've been on this journey for a long time. I've been putting in the work into my mindset, overcoming these outdated thinking patterns for a long time. But the beauty of this work is it's continual, it's ongoing. New level, new devil, my sis. Hey curl friend, welcome back to the Curl Squad's Curl Power Podcast with me, your host, Zoe Fox. This podcast is for the women who are out there just trying to heal outdated thinking patterns that are holding them back, create new habits that serve us, be more mindful and purposeful about how we're approaching our day, pushing beyond the boundaries of our comfort zone to see what truly is possible. We lacked representation when we were growing up, but now we're out here becoming the representation that we always needed. So thank you for joining us today. You can come and follow us on Instagram at The Curl Squad, or you can follow me personally at zoe.e.fox. I love to see when you guys are tagging me into your pictures of you listening. So send me a little selfie of where you're listening to the podcast from. I love to see where you guys are at. We have people listening for walks, listening while they're working, listening while they're doing their cleaning, listening while they're doing their exercise, and I am here for all of it. I will drop all the links to the socials in the show notes so you can come and find us nice and easily. The last episode of the podcast was all about negative body image and my struggles through the decades with my own sense of self-perception, with my own body image issues. And I had a lot of good feedback from this one. I just love how these episodes are resonating because the thing is all I'm doing sharing my experiences of what it's like to be a woman growing up in today's society. A lot of women that are listening are in their 30s. So, you know, I'm coming to the tail end of my... I'm at the tail end of my 30s now. And I think it's nice to be able to share our experiences together and realise, you know what? We're not so alone. I also like to try and share some of the lessons that I've learned and some of the tips and tricks that I've picked up along the way that have helped me to heal these outdated thinking patterns that kept me stuck for so many years. My mission is to see as many women thriving as possible because when you're all thriving, everybody around us benefits from that. We get to glow, we get to shine, we get to live the lives we deserve because I know it's not easy. Unfortunately, we live in a society where women are on the back foot The patriarchy has been in place for a long time now, but us women, we're really starting to feel our power. We're really starting to step into it. And I am here for that because I really missed having a real sense of representation when I was growing up as a woman of colour and as a woman in general. And now a disabled one at that after sustaining my spinal cord injury at the beginning of the global pandemic. Never a good time for that, but that was a particularly bad time. So with that said, I do still have um, my survey running. I set up a survey a couple of weeks ago. I've had some incredible feedback on that. It's really helping me to see what ladies are struggling with, where some of your blocks are. I'm going to be responding to some of your pain points through this podcast. So if you would still like to participate, the link will be in the show notes. I think there's about 12 questions there. Shouldn't take you any more than a few minutes. So yeah, please do participate in that. In this episode of the podcast, 
I'm going to be talking about life lessons, repeating cycles and putting boundaries in place. I'm wondering, are you aware of any repeating patterns in your life? I know for me, I've had several repeating patterns come up in my life and on occasion, I've been blissfully unaware of them for decades. A couple of examples that immediately spring to mind are employment, finding myself in jobs that I hated, feeling miserable, rubbing up against the management, not being valued for my contribution, leaving that particular role, going somewhere else, ending up in the same sort of cycle, all the while internalising the problems that I was coming up against, believing that it was far more personal than it was, thinking that I was useless, when in fact, there was just some lessons for me to learn. I bounced from job to job, experiencing these same set of patterns. It wasn't until I had my second redundancy, I was working in banking at the time, that I started to realise, or that I really started to think about just how miserable I was and whether or not I was going to go in for another round at a job working in banking, which I absolutely hated, or was I going to take heed, take stock of the fact that I wasn't feeling good about the work that I was doing, I wasn't feeling excited about getting up and going to work. It was up to me then to take the action to do something about it. After I got made redundant the second time, was I going to go back into another soulless, dead banking job or was I going to take the lesson, break the chain and do something different? There's only so long you can moan about something before you start to essentially be responsible for your own misery. And I know it's not easy if you're lacking in confidence or lacking in self-esteem to sometimes take the big, bold steps that you need to get yourself out of these difficult situations. The same can be said in personal relationships as well. I have consistently, or I had consistently, found myself in repeating cycles of wanting to find people to rescue. Now, I'm a nurturing, caring person, and I'm definitely very empathetic, and there's something within me that wants to see people heal and thrive and just do better and be better. And now I'm in the right sort of lane because that's what I'm doing for my work. But before, I was finding men that needed saving. But the truth is, my sis, you can't save these guys. You can't. You can't change anybody else's behaviour. All you can do is be responsible for yourself and your own actions. So it took me years to realise that. All the while, I thought I could save this person, heal this person, change this person. No, sis, you can't. All you're going to do is drive yourself down into the ground trying to change someone who isn't ready to change. Change can only come from within. It can't really come from outside sources, not in my experience anyway. You have to want that change yourself. So you're going to meet resistance, aren't you, if you think that someone can change but that person isn't ready to change? How much of your energy are you prepared to give away trying to change someone that is just not ready to do that? But these repeating patterns aren't always about other people um, and personal relationships and personal dynamics. A lot of the time, it can be behavioural patterns, repeating patterns of behaviour that are not serving you. Whether that's automatic negative thinking, whether that's overeating, whether that's anxious thinking patterns that are holding you back. And that was me for the longest, stuck with these unhelpful patterns that are 
holding me back. And in fact, they were making me feel downright miserable. And for so long, I was totally unaware that these patterns were holding me back, to be honest. Sometimes it's like you're in a forest. You can't see the wood for the trees. Sometimes you need to be able to rise up out of that forest to get a perspective on where you are. When you're in the thick of it, it's quite hard. I get that. But what you have to be mindful of, what you have to be aware of is feelings of resistance inside you, feelings that don't feel good, something inside you that just, mm, it feels like you're constantly rubbing up against something the wrong way. These are the little signs that we need to be paying attention to. What's not feeling good? What doesn't feel right? Don't ignore it. This is something for you to look into. There could be some improvements to be made. I know once I started to become really mindful of my thinking process, my thought patterns, I was astonished at just how much these things were holding me back. And I've been putting in the work for over 10 years now to break through these outdated thinking patterns. So for example, in the past, I had a sense that I just felt stuck. Do you know what I mean? I felt like I was meant for so much more in life, but I wasn't quite reaching it. I knew that I wanted to do something, but I kept meeting roadblocks Every time I met a roadblock, I'd flip from one thing to the next. As soon as I came up against something that maybe I didn't know how to do or I wasn't sure how to approach, I would pivot and start creating new ideas about something else instead of stopping at the roadblock, examining the roadblock and seeing what I needed to do to remove that as an obstacle. It was like I was running up against these hurdles. The minute I got to a hurdle, it was like quick pivot, turn and go the other way the path of least resistance. But sis, sometimes you've got to push through the resistance to get the lessons, to get the knowledge, to get the growth. But being unaware of my thinking patterns, being unaware of this problematic behaviour, just left me feeling frustrated and like I wasn't in control of my life, like I had no sense of clarity, like I had no real vision or purpose. And it's really frustrating to dwell there, especially when you're in your 30s and you're supposed to have everything sorted out. Because for a lot of us who are in our 30s, our parents' generation, like mums were popping babies out in their early 20s, you know what I mean? It was, parents were married, mortgaged off, all of that stuff in their early 20s. But for us guys, we've sort of grown up in a different generation, but we're still bearing the weight of feeling as though we should have everything sorted out. And I think as women, we're super mindful of the fact that we've got this clock ticking and we've got to get everything done within this time frame, and we should definitely know what we're doing in our 30s, right? So there's this sense of societal pressure that's weighing heavily on us. The pressure that we're putting on ourselves is weighing heavily on us. And then we're frustrated because we don't know what to do and how to get ourselves out of these predicaments. Because you don't know what you don't know, right? You're just used to being as you are. You're used to your way of thinking. You're not always aware that you've got um, a thought patterns that need challenging. Unless you're doing this reflective work. Unless you're being consistent about self-reflection. So all of this flitting about from one idea to another was frustrating for me. It was great because I'm like, I've got all of these creative ideas. There's always an idea flowing, always something that can be done. Well, why aren't you completing any of it? My head was awash with ideas, but I wasn't taking any steps to get anything done because there were some limiting beliefs that lived inside me that I just wasn't really conscious of. I could feel it, but I wasn't conscious of it. So two years ago, just after I sustained my spinal cord injury, I started to become very aware that there were a lot of lessons that I needed to learn. My spinal cord injury to me felt like the ultimate lesson. 
I felt a sense of pressure underneath the weight of this injury that I needed to do something in my life to turn it around. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been on this journey for a long time. I've been putting in the work into my mindset, overcoming these outdated thinking patterns for a long time. But the beauty of this work is it's continual. It's ongoing. New level, new devil, my sis. So after my injury, I was putting in a lot of deep work. Like I was doubling down in a way that I never had before because there was an energy that came with this injury that brought a sense of momentum, brought along a sense of, you know what, life's too short. I nearly just lost everything. So let me make sure that I'm living life to the fullest now. Let me put a magnifying glass up against any possible behaviour that is holding me back from living my true potential. So I was doing some work with my coach, a lot of deep work around these things that were holding me back. One of the things that I put under the microscope was this thing of having a million ideas, but actually not completing any of them. People will pick up, people will have the same idea as you and they'll be taking the action and they'll be getting it done. And then you'll be going, I had that idea. Yeah, but what did you do about it? What did you do about it? (laughs) I did nothing apart from make loads of notes on my phone. Well... Well done, Einstein, for having these great ideas. But how about you bring those to fruition? So this was the deep work that I was doing. Why am I having these ideas and then not progressing them? So I uncovered some limiting beliefs and I had a breakthrough. Next thing you know, the podcast had happened, despite the fact that it was just an idea for like however many years before. I launched my sweatshirt. There was just a lot of things that I started taking action on that I hadn't before. And it felt good. I was like, yes, freedom but it's funny. I thought I had it all sussed out. I thought I'd overcome this pattern, this particular pattern. But my friend, let me tell you, the universe is always there to make sure that you are making a true commitment to working through that lesson. The universe is there to make sure you've learned that lesson. Because if you haven't, it's going to keep repeating and repeating until you do until you consciously take away the lesson, more than likely going to find yourself in similar situations. So since breaking away from corporate in 2014 and going it self-employed, I've worked with a team and it's not until now, post-injury, where I'm sort of redefining what I'm doing and I'm really niching down into just working with women and it's just me doing it. I don't have the man then behind me. I'm like, wow. Yeah, this is all on me now. And it's interesting because I used to work with my brother, it's made me realise where I used to lean on him. Like when my confidence was low in certain areas, it was very easy to just be like, yeah, James, you deal with that. Anytime you hand over something to someone, you're losing the opportunity to grow. I mean, yeah, the resistance is there. There's something that's making me feel uncomfortable, which is like why I'm like, bro, yeah, tell you what, you do that. But in doing that, I'm losing that growth opportunity. So it's like now I feel more exposed than ever before because it's all on me. But I feel in purpose. I feel like this is my mission, so I'm prepared to do it. But it doesn't mean that these patterns aren't there waiting for me, rearing their ugly little heads to make sure that I've taken heed of what they're there to tell me. So in my last session with my coach, I was talking through some of the stuff that I had going on. And I've got this idea and I've got that idea and... As always, head full of ideas. He called me out on it and he basically said that whenever I come up against a roadblock, I turn away from it and come up, start coming up with new ideas. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is it. Something just really hit home. I was like, I really thought I'd learnt this lesson. I thought I'd healed that one because of all the work that I put into it. 
but it presents itself in different ways. So even though I've managed to make a lot of progress in different areas of my life now, since I first discovered this block, it's still there in some form. So it still requires some work. Here I am in 2022, still doing the same thing in one way or another. So this is the pain of coming out of your comfort zone. It's not easy, but one thing that I have come to learn now is it is rewarding. Whereas before, I would totally let my fear stop me from taking any sort of steps forward or making any sort of progress. I'm much more prepared now to charge forward through the resistance, knowing comfortably that I'm always rewarded for putting in that energy. And of course, it doesn't feel nice to do something that you're not familiar with for a lot of people, particularly if you're if you've got low self-esteem, low confidence, if you're prone to anxiety and negative thinking patterns, it can be a real challenge to get out there and do something different. I know that. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll be very familiar with my story, how I overcame decades of generalised anxiety disorder, depression, suicidal thoughts, you name it, I've been there mentally to the pits of hell so to be where I am now I feel like a champion I'm not gonna lie and to see the progress that I've made over the years is what is driving me forward and is what has set me on this mission now to make sure that women out there that want to have the same journey and go from anxious and depressed and stressed to just feeling more in purpose feeling more empowered and more willing to take action to create your best possible future basically that's why I feel so driven to do that because if I've done it, I know you can do it too. Leaving your comfort zone feels risky. I get it. It's a human survival instinct, isn't it? Of course, you're not going to step into danger willingly, or well, not many of us will. But in order to grow, you need to explore. You need to explore outside of the confines of your usual routines and behaviours. Because otherwise, how else do you know what's possible? So I want you to imagine now that you are a member of an uncontacted tribe. You only know your tribe. You only know your tribe's ways, your tribe's habits and environments. And then one day you're feeling a little bit curious and you decide to venture beyond your tribal home. As you're plotting out through the jungle, you can hear something in the distance. It piques your curiosity even further. So you keep walking through barefooted in the jungle and then you get to an opening and you see the most beautiful blue lagoon and a powerful waterfall with water just crashing down into this beautiful lagoon. You've never seen anything like it before. It's a picture of pure beauty. It's loud and it's refreshing. You spend all afternoon bathing in this beautiful lagoon and its warm waters that you never even knew existed up until now. You pushed out of your comfort zone. You decided to go beyond the boundaries of what you know and what was comfortable. And you were rewarded handsomely with your new find. And once you get that sense of reward, then you start to think, well, what else is out there? What else is out there waiting for me to discover? And that's how I see my life. That's how I see my journey. What else is out there? I felt the rewards of taking the risks. And now I'm like, come on, let's see what else is possible. Which is the energy that I'm bringing to this podcast. And this is the energy that I'm encouraging for all of you to participate in. Life can be beautiful. Life can be so beautiful. And there's so much opportunity out there. And at every level we get to in life, there's opportunities for growth and learning. I think we go through this sort of stage where you're unaware of your behaviour, 
your thought patterns, your environment and the impact that that's having on you and your experience. And then something happens, you notice the resistance, you notice that things don't feel good, you're feeling sad a lot, you're feeling anxious a lot, you're feeling emotional a lot. Your emotions are trying to tell you that something's not right. So you can either ignore that and stay within this repeating pattern or you can take heed of what your emotions are telling you and start to explore what it is that's not feeling good. Once you become aware of it, you have the choice to take action. Take action, get yourself out of that situation, push through the boundaries of your comfort zone, see what else is waiting beyond it. And if you're not taking action, this is probably going to sound quite harsh, but there comes a point when you've been presented lesson after lesson. If you want to ignore those lessons and then you end up with more of the same, there comes a point when you're going to have to take personal responsibility for the situation that you're in. And I say that because I know because I've been there. I allowed myself to get stuck in these situations that were not serving my highest good for way longer than I should have let them. I was my own worst enemy. I was creating my own unhappiness at that point. So it depends just how much you're prepared to take. And either way, I believe from my experience that you can only drift around in these unhelpful experiences for so long before the universe before the universe decides to conk you over the head with it. I think that we're shown subtle opportunities to learn which is why we have to be mindful, which is why we have to be on this self-reflective stuff, because you can catch things as they happen if you're doing this self-reflective work. If you're not, and you're not taking heed of the lessons, the universe is going to give you one last chance by kapowing you over the head with it to make sure that you really see what lessons need to be learnt. And in many respects, I felt like that's what happened with my spinal cord injury. I felt that's what happened when I was in my miserable banking job. I felt like that's what happened in the relationship I was in before I got married, which was financially and emotionally abusive. I needed to be kapowed around the head to really take the lessons from that too. So I would say, like, don't let it get to that point, you know. Take on the work daily, see where you're at, see what adjustments you need to make, see what the lessons are. Because once you start to become aware of the lessons, you're able to learn at a much quicker rate. You're able to experience life at a much faster rate rather than being stuck in this wish. It's like being stuck in a washing machine going round and round and round in the same dirty water. Don't get stuck in the spin cycle, sis. Get yourself out the machine. Do you know what I mean? And like I said, you might think you've already healed certain lessons, but they'll come up again just to make sure that you truly have learnt those lessons. Just a little test to see whether you are committed to what it is that you're manifesting for yourself. Because I hate to say this, you know, you can manifest good and bad. You need to be responsible for yourself and for what it is that you are creating. It's okay to be stuck in these negative, unhelpful cycles if you can stop, catch your lesson and change the course of your action, where you're at now doesn't need to be where you're going to stay. You know, when the lessons show up again, let that be your opportunity to confirm to yourself what you really want from life. Because if you're giving out signals that you're unworthy and you're prepared to tolerate 
these behaviours that are not serving you, I hate to say it, but that's what you're going to manifest more of. That is what you are going to create more of in your life. We can learn things the hard way. Or we can shortcut some of these hard lessons just by doing the daily reflection that can sometimes save us from having to take on these long and painful lessons. You have to put some boundaries in place, whether those are boundaries on your own self-sabotaging behaviour or boundaries on what you're prepared to accept from how other people are treating you. This is where you become the master of your own destiny. You define what you're prepared to accept and tolerate, not just from other people, but yourself. So for this week's exercise, I'm thinking it might be a good idea to do a little bit of journaling around this area. Take some time to sit down and just connect with yourself. I always like to start with a few deep breaths. Just to ground yourself, bring yourself into the present moment, get your pen and paper out. Ask yourself, listen, there is no greater guide in life than your intuition You've just got to get out of your own way so that you can really fine tune it and make sure that the voices that you're hearing, that you're connecting with are not that of your anxious chattering brain that's trying to hold you back, but is that of your true and internal wisdom. So have a little think about if there's any areas in your life that you feel as though you're being held back or that you're noticing repeating cycles. Perhaps it's as a result of somebody else's behaviour. Perhaps you're able to recognise that it's something coming from within you. And if it is the actions of somebody else that's holding you back, then you need to think about what boundaries you can implement. Because people are only going to get away with what you let them get away with, sis. So much of this comes down to personal responsibility. And I know it's a hard lesson. And I'm not sitting here as somebody who hasn't had to make these difficult decisions themselves. I had to stand up to my emotionally and financially abusive boyfriend and say no more. I was the one that hadn't established the boundaries that allowed that relationship to get to where it got to. We can pretend that stuff is the responsibility of others, but really and truly, if we keep putting that responsibility elsewhere, we're never really going to be able to look deeply enough inside to see how we can move beyond that to see what is that thing inside of us that believes we're not worthy enough to establish these clear boundaries to protect ourselves and protect our peace. It's not always easy doing this deep work and it's not always nice having to admit to ourselves that, you know, we are responsible for our own misery at times. And it's not to say that there haven't been things that have happened in life that have caused us to allow this to happen. But it's then, like I've said, you know, spotting this lesson, becoming mindful of it and adjusting your behaviour accordingly for your own peace and for your own happiness. And this is the beauty of doing this reflective work is once you begin to realise that the power lies within you to change your experience and then you start to act on that, you can be in a very, very different place to where you are now. And it's very empowering. What started off as feeling like a scary journey into exploration that perhaps you didn't want to look into that box. But looking into these dark boxes can be very revealing and very helpful. I'm not saying this stuff's easy, sis, but it's definitely going to be worth it. Because you know what? You deserve it. 
You deserve that emotional freedom. You deserve that happiness. You deserve to live life on your terms. Don't let anyone or anything steal your peace. Love yourself enough to call time on anything that is not serving your highest good. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Curl Power podcast. I hope you found some use in it. If you enjoy the podcast and you would like to do some deeper work, I am here to help. You can slide on over to the website and book a call with me. We'll do 45 minutes of just deep diving into where you're at. From my experience with some of the women that I've been working with, all it takes is one slight reframe on some of your thinking processes to help you make huge steps in a new direction. There's no catch to these calls. If you find them helpful and you've got the budget we can do some work together if not then you know you've been heard and at the very least you'll come away with a couple of ideas on what you can do to help move yourself forward because let's be honest who doesn't want to feel more fulfilled more resilient less stressed less anxious and more connected to your own intuition it's been a game changer for me and I just want for every other woman out there who is where I was maybe five or ten years ago to know that that's not where you have to stay, you know? It's possible to have a very different outlook and a very different future. So if you want to book a call, then the link is in the show notes. That will take you through to the website. You can book a time slot on Calendly and we'll have a good old chat. So as always, if this episode has inspired you or nourished you in any way, as an independent creator, I would definitely appreciate it if you shared the episodes because if you're finding benefit from it and I find benefit from doing this work, then we know there's going to be other women out there that are going to benefit too. So please do feel free to share. You can also leave a tip on buymeacoffee.com. Shout out to my mom <laughs> who left a tip for me after the last episode. Bless your heart, mom. And a big shout out to anyone who has ever left a tip through the Buy Me A Coffee link. I truly appreciate you. Not forgetting to rate the podcast if you enjoy it. You can do that on Apple. Leave a little comment. Let me know what you enjoy. I find the feedback super helpful. And not forgetting, you can give us a five-star rating on Spotify if you think we're five-star worthy. In an age of information overwhelm, when people see that the podcast has got a good rating, they're more inclined to give it a little listen. And I think there's some lessons in here that can really help to transform some women's lives. You know, it's helped me transform mine. Right then, curl friend. Biggest, biggest, biggest of love and appreciation for your ER. I'll look forward to catching you again next week. Have a great week ahead. Big love. Peace out and I'll catch you then. <laughs>